Good evening. Our psalm tonight is Psalm 17 on page 358. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house, and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Together the general confession. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 17, on page 358. Hear the right, O Lord, consider my complaint, and hearken unto my prayer that goeth not out of feigned lips. Let my sentence come forth from thy presence, and let thine eyes look upon the thing that is equal. Thou hast proved and visited mine heart in the night season. Thou hast tried me, and shall find no wickedness in me. For I am utterly purposed that my mouth shall not offend. As for the works of men, the word of the, thy lips, I have kept me from the ways of the destroyer. O hold thou up my goings in thy paths, that my footsteps slip not. I have called upon thee, O Lord, for thou shalt hear me, incline mine ear, and hearken unto my words. Show thy marvelous loving kindness, thou that art the Savior of them which put their trust in thee, from such as resist thy right hand. Keep me as the apple of an eye, hide me under the shadow of thy wings. From the ungodly that trouble me, mine enemies compass me round about to take away my soul. They are enclosed in their own fat, and their mouth speaketh proud things. They lie waiting on our way on every side, watching to cast us down to the ground. Like as a lion that is greedy of his prey, and it were a lion's whirp lurking in secret places. Up, Lord, disappoint him and cast him down. Deliver my soul from the ungodly by thine own sword. Yea, by thy hand, O Lord, from the men of the evil world, 
which have their portion in this life, whose bellies thou fillest with thy hidden treasure. They have children at their desire, and leave the rest of their substance for their babes. But as for me, I shall behold thy presence and righteousness, and when I wake up after thy likeness, I shall be satisfied. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the first chapter of the book of Hosea. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea the son of Beri, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam the son of Joash, king of Israel. When the Lord began to speak by Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take, a take yourself a wife of harlotry, and children of harlotry, for the land has committed great harlotry by departing from the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Diblaim, and she conceived and bore him a son. Then the Lord said to him, Call his name Jezreel, for in a little while I will avenge the bloodshed of Jezreel on the house of Jehu, and bring an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. It shall come to pass in that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. And she conceived again and bore a daughter. Then God said to him, Call her name Lo-Ruhamah, for I will no longer have mercy on the house of Israel, but I will utterly take them away. Yet I will have mercy on the house of Judah, will save them by the Lord their God, and will not save them by bow, nor by sword or battle, by horses or horsemen. Now when she had weaned Lo-Ruhamah, she conceived and bore a son. Then God said, Call his name Lo-Ami, for you are not my people, and I will not be your God. Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured or numbered. And it shall come to pass in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people. There it shall be said to them, You are sons of the living God. Then the children of Judah and the children of Israel shall be gathered together, and appoint for themselves one head, and they shall come up out of the land, for a great will be the day of Jezreel. Say to your brethren, my people, and to your sisters, mercy is shown. Bring charges against your mother, bring charges, for she is not my wife, nor am I her husband. Let her put away her harlotries from her sight, and her adulteries from between her breasts, lest I strip her naked and expose her as in the day she was born, and make her a wilderness, and set her like a dry land, and slay her with thirst. I will not have mercy on her children, for they are the children of harlotry, for their mother has played the harlot. She who conceived them has behaved shamefully. For she said, I will go after my lovers, who give me my bread and my water, my wool and my linen, my oil and my drink. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud and the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. 
He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 21st verse of the fourth chapter of the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondwoman, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born according to the flesh, and he of the free woman through promise, which things are symbolic. For these are the two covenants, the one from Mount Sinai, which gives birth to bondage, which is Hagar. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia, and corresponds to Jerusalem, which now is, and is in bondage with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, Rejoice, O barren, you who do not bear. Break forth and shout, you who are not in labor. For the desolate has many more children than she who has a husband. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are children of promise. But as he who was born according to the flesh then persecuted him who was born according to the Spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, what does the scripture say? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. Here ends the second lesson. Now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is Thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord God, who seest that we put not our trust in anything we do, mercifully grant that by Thy power we may defend against all adversity through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, 
that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Yeah, interesting uh, passages tonight. We get to start out um, with a new Old Testament. We're starting out the book of Hosea. A couple comments on Psalm 17. It's one of uh, David's prayers. And I don't know if you picked it up as we were reading, but there are 17 petitions in there that he's asking God for. And uh, there's not a lot of verses, but he got in his 17 petitions that he's asking. And so what we find, and there's a style in this um, psalm, and you might see it in some other psalms. Um, it's called um, chiastic. I think that's how you say it, C-H-I-A-S-T-I-C. But a chiastic style is like A-B-C-B-A. So it goes, the two, anyway, the subjects go up and it goes back down through the same way. And so it goes from David to his enemies to his enemies and back to David again. And so um, interesting verse in verse 10 in ours, it says uh, their fat is enclosed on them, but in the New King James, it says they have closed up their fat hearts. And uh, I just thought it was funny. You know, there's a, it's kind of like um, something that, um, I don't know if we'd say that, but it just kind of struck me, and I thought you would have fun with that verse. But if you get a chance and you go back, and you can kind of see that chiastic or chiastic and, and see the up and down of it. So let's talk about Hosea. Hosea is um, a, a prophet that uh, is known for a lot of things. Um, I think I've mentioned in the past, being a prophet was a call to speak God's word, but it was also a call to live the way God um, asked you to live. And we've read in some of the major prophets in Ezekiel and some of the others, and a lot of what happens in their lives is the message. So this title is derived from the author of the book, meaning Hosea himself. And uh, he's the first of 12 minor prophets. So minor re refers to the um, brevity of the prophecies, not the length of the works, like Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel are long books. Uh, but I want to make uh, very clear, there's nothing minor about the message of a minor prophet. So Hosea was probably a native of the northern kingdom, and that's because of uh, his references to who he, um, who he knew, the kings, and, and uh, how he referred to things. And his preaching was in the north, but he spoke to the north and the south. And he was a contemporary of Isaiah, Micah, and, and uh, Amos. And, um, and they prophesied in Judah, and Hosea was in Israel. And um, he began his ministry to Israel and it, during his final days under Jeroboam II. And the problem was, just like we talked about in a Amos, uh, they were enjoying political peace and material prosperity, but there was total moral corruption and spiritual bankruptcy. And so the, the theme of Hosea is God's loyal love for his covenant people, in spite of their idolatry. Um, Hosea has been called the St. John, the apostle of love of the Old Testament. His message contains much commendation of uh, national individuals, but at the same time, he portrays the love of God and the hope that they have, that God's people have with him, and how much emotion God has for his people. And in verse 10 of our passage today is a reaffirmation of the Abrahamic covenant. It talks about how the people of Israel will be greater than numbers which will be measured 
cannot be measured or numbered, and it will come to pass in a place that it was said of them, where it used to be said, you were not my people, it shall be said to them, you are sons of the living God. So it points to the future, and um, of course that's a, a good thing, because I think it's important always for us to remember that things aren't always going well, but we have a future. So um, in this, we, are, we get to meet uh, his wife, uh, Gomer, who's a harlot. We meet his son, Jezreel, which uh, the name Jezreel means scatter. And his daughter, Lo Ruhama, Ruhama means joy, and Lo Ruhama means no joy. And Lo Ami means not my people. So those are his uh, three children. Um, so that's pretty much, that's, that's the introduction to Hosea. That's pretty much what we got today was, was him being set up, um, I mean, setting up the story, not that he was set up. Um, so as we move into Galatians, this is a, a passage that I struggle with sometimes because Paul uses an analogy. He's using Hagar, Abraham, Sarah, Ishmael, and Isaac. And um, that those are actual historical people, and it's a historical story, and there is no secret or hidden meaning. But Paul is using it as an illustration to support his contrast between law and grace and the two covenants. So Paul uses the two mothers, their two sons, and the two locations to illustrate the two covenants. And it's always important to remember that he's doing this because the Galatians are... Um, you know, people of God, people of Christ, and yet the Judaizers have come in and trying to make them enslaved to the law again. So that's why Paul uses that. So he's using the analogy, but uh, we're not we're not trying to imply that uh, that's why God um, that's why God and Abraham and Sarah and Hagar and Ishmael wasn't done so Paul could do this. He was just using that, and so that helped me understand it a little better because it was just okay. I get what Paul's trying to say. Um, the main main message here, what he's proving or what his point is, is the just shall live by faith. And it's really easy, I believe, and I've seen in my Christian life where we can be living by faith and somebody will bring up, well, you need to do this and you need to do that. And so it's really important and especially important maybe as we go into um, Lent that we remember that uh, we are to live by faith and, and to think about if there's anything that we're not living by faith, this would be a good time to replace that with faith. And so our call is to cast out the bondwoman. Um, that's what he says in verse 30, and um, which comes from Genesis 21.10. And um, what he's saying is to, to cast out those who want to be justified on the basis of keeping the law, which would be the people that are poisoning their church. And as I just mentioned, any part of ourselves, it's um, uh, justifying ourselves rather than relying on faith in, in God. We cast those things out because we don't want to return to slavery. So that's our opportunity as we read this and as we we come um, into Lent. And a reminder to us that um, as, as Bishop talked about today, he was talking about um, Abraham coming out of Egypt. And we remember the people of Israel came out of Egypt to their promised land. And Jesus, uh, you remember, went into Egypt as a, as a uh, infant. And Jesus takes us out of Egypt, out of our sin, out of our darkness, and into the promised land of his kingdom. And that's, that's what we're to remember at all times. Let's return to the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, 
and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, we beseech thee to continue thy gracious protection to us this night. Defend us from all dangers and mischiefs and from the fear of them, that we may enjoy such refreshing sleep as may fit us for the duties of the coming day. And grant us grace always to live in such a state that we may never be afraid to die, so that living and dying we may be yours, through the merits and satisfaction of thy Son, Jesus Christ, in whose name we now are offer up these, our imperfect prayers. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Aliyah, and I hope it's all right that I have as much fun as I do being with you. We enjoy you, Deacon Bob. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. Bye.